Welcome to another episode of the VRMA Arrival Podcast. I'm Alexa Schlosser, editor of VRMA's publications. And here with me today is David Weiss, CEO of Wimstay. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Yeah, so I guess first, David, can you, you could just introduce yourself to our audience, tell us a little bit about your work, yourself, your experience with the vacation rental industry. My vacation rental adventure uh, started 10 years ago working at a payments company called Yapstone, where we focused on both the short-term and long-term rental markets. There, we built HomeAways, now Verbo's, end-to-end payment experience. And this is back to 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. where we provided payment solutions to roughly a million Verbo property owners in North America and Europe. Through a separate segment, we integrated into all the vacation rental software companies. And through those channel partners, we processed payments for 4,000 property management companies. I was introduced to the founder and CEO of Wimstay in the early part of last year, got to talking. We started strategizing about what we could do with the business. We partnered up. I joined the company as chief operating officer in August and assumed the CEO role in January. Talk to me a little bit about that journey to CEO. It seemed, I mean, it's pretty quick from CEO to CEO. Was that always kind of what you were hoping to do or was that offered to you and you were like jumped to it or? or (laughs) It was was a handshake deal coming into the arrangement that was like supposed to happen in the second year. Mm -hmm. We started doing some cool stuff at the outset and it just happened quicker than either of us, you know, would have sought. And I just, because of that prior experience, I just happened to fit this particular role well. uh, And we got along so great together. And so we're a booking site for vacation rentals. Yeah. And we offer guests the absolute best deals on last minute trips. Mm -hmm. And for property managers, we allow them to control more of that guest experience capture more of the economics themselves uh, and book more nights than that may have otherwise gone unrented. Yeah, that's really cool. I guess is is the the current founder still involved in Wednesday or is or has did he exit? He's still very much involved. We're, we're really partners in this exercise together. Yeah. You know, we talk most days, we meet once a week together. So he's very involved in the strategy and the direction and and those types of things. But uh, for the most part, I'm running the the day-to-day operations cool. of the business. And what I what's your sort of overall vision for where you want to take the company or or is there anything else you're trying to move Wednesday into or or you know pivot a little bit? Well the vision for the company is to is relatively straightforward. It's integrate into more partners, mm-hmm. sign more contracts with more property management companies, acquire more properties, expand into new markets, continue to build an amazing experience for folks and continue to generate tons and tons more more bookings because we when I joined 10 months ago we, we set out to drastically enhance customer experience relative to uh, booking last minute trips mm-hmm. and the result of a whole slew of efforts year-to-date bookings are up 200% versus last year wow. growth is accelerating uh, month-to-date June bookings are up 300% versus last year. And so part of uh, what we're trying to do is just keep that rolling, focus mm-hmm. on search experience, guest engagement, and all the important things that that lead to more bookings. Yeah. I mean, can you talk to me a little bit about last-minute um, travel and why you think that's on the rise? Or is it just Wednesday being great? Or is it in general like a concept that is is being, is burgeoning sort of in the industry? It's not just Wednesday being great. <laughs> Um, last you can minute, say that then if you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like a teeny tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. 
the booking windows have tightened very significantly mm -hmm. for vacation rentals. We see more available nights on the forward calendar and ADR pressure in certain markets mm -hmm. and certain property types. All of that translates into lower occupancy and RevPAR for property managers. A byproduct of all of that is property managers needing to book more last minute stays kind of whether they like it or not, given the market opportunity, we happen to provide a solution that fits perfectly in that uh, in that window to serve that purpose. Gotcha. So would this be a service that um, a property manager would would join on as sort of a way to, to drive incremental revenue? Like they're not just on Wednesday, right? This is a, an additional service that they can they can be a part of to to help book those last minute travels. We're, we're a complement to the property owner's own direct booking strategy and to larger channels that that they're entering that they're integrated into. I can tell you how we help property managers yeah. drive. Another part of it is we build our entire platform strategy and focus around that very objective, specifically for that 30-day window. Um, you know, we have uh our booking windows are unique in that regard 80 to 85 percent of our users book stays within 30 days mm -hmm. for arrival in any market environment 60 to 65 percent of our users book stays inside of two weeks prior to, to uh, arrival uh, we have very unique guest demographics who uh, we attract to these types of sites and we're seeing more diverse demographic groups book last minute stays of all ages and backgrounds who are doing that. We're growing much faster or more rapidly, I should say, than the industry, which sort of adds an incremental element uh, to it just upon that. And maybe more than anything else, and most important to us is our PMC partners tell us that a healthy percentage of what we're doing uh, really is incremental. Gotcha. No, that's that's really interesting about the the demographics. I'm also curious about sort of locations. Is last minute travel specifically attractive to certain types of regions or types of vacation rentals, or is it kind of as as diverse as the demographics? It, it's it's really not. We list units in all shapes, sizes, and price points. We actually only list uh, units for professional property managers, and that means anytime a guest books on Wednesday, they're likely to enjoy a more curated localized, relationship-based, mm -hmm. you know, consistent uh, experience. And so it, it takes us to a good place uh, uh, in that regard. That's cool. I'm curious about uh, the sort of overall trends, like obviously last minute travel is a big trend happening, but any other trends you and Wednesday are seeing in the industry that are interesting to you are thinking about? Sure. And one one last just comment on the, on the previous, we, we do yeah. have uh, we are located, we have vacation rentals in virtually every vacation rental destination in North America. Mm -hmm. We do need more properties everywhere. And uh, we'll be expanding into Europe in the first oh. half of next year. And as it relates to the different regions and who's booking last minute stays, you know, from our perspective, we we think all of our babies are cute. Yeah, no, yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm curious anyway. too about the the level of last minute stay interest for, you know, someone, an American, for instance, who'd be booking in Europe if that, or would you be focused on the industry within the, the European region itself? It certainly will be for sure. And it certainly won't be focused just on U.S. travelers. And so certain of our partners have properties located in Spain and the UK mm -hmm. and other places, meaning U.S. property managers. Uh, but we'll, again, we'll be formally launching into Europe through European, largely through European-based software companies, signing up with European-based property managers, really doing exactly what we're doing. So travelers will be coming all, from all over the world, including mm -hmm. the US, 
to book last minute stays in Europe. And we'll be providing the same value prop to that group of customers as we do today. Yeah. What do you think it is about just kind of philosophically about last minute stays that people are so interested in them now? Is it post COVID thing? Is it, what, what would you say it is? Well, there's a number of things. Um, one is the p- part of what's driving this is just overall macroeconomic environment. Mm-hmm. Consumers, travelers are a lot more cautious and they are tending less to book stays farther out, mm-hmm. uh, largely because of that insert- uncertainty. And that's like a really big part. There's lots of other factors. If you think about the leisure market, which is the mm-hmm. combination of kind of business and leisure, the if you travel for work, you have a tendency to book more last minute anyway, versus yeah. kind of vacation rental beaches, mountains, cabins, like what we do. And so what we're finding is there's a lot of that that's happening on our platform where someone may have booked a hotel, but decided to book a vacation rental. It's mm-hmm. a work trip. And then they're going to stay either a few days before or a few days after uh, to blend that trip. And so a combination of those two things are the biggest drivers that we see on our platform. But, you know, there's several. Mm-hmm. Do you see two at all. Um, I'm curious about, you know, if these people are, if these consumers are booking last minute, are you also seeing higher levels of like cancellations because of their sort of, you know, um, more spontaneous nature of these specific consumers? The most important thing, the, the way we think about it is we have, we and everyone else in the industry has to be able to provide the traveler flexibility in terms of what they want to do. We're in a unique position because you know, last minute bookings are generally non-cancelable and non-refundable. And so within our window where we're providing proprietary pricing, meaning the lowest discounts, those stays typically are non-cancelable and non-refundable. Now, what we're building into our solution is even within that context, we're providing more flexible options for folks to do other things and change days and all that type of thing. And we can play around with the windows, meaning we can say Mm -hmm. for this property manager, it's a one week or two week time period where deals are not refundable for others. It's 30 days for others. It's 45 days. So Mm -hmm. the important thing is providing travelers with flexibility. uh, And, but we're not necessarily seeing higher cancellations in this environment. It is a higher risk part of the, the, the value chain because you just don't have as much time to to do as much diligence on that on that guest. But we've we've built fairly sophisticated for a company of our size, sophisticated ways to identify who that traveler is and 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 really know uh, the guest prior to uh, them arriving at the property. Gotcha. And what I guess what is the I don't even think about this um, the the definition of a last minute uh, travel booking, is it, you know, different ranges of windows of what, how close last minute is to when they're actually. There's there's, there's definitely different definitions of what last minute means. I think for most in general, it's two weeks prior to check-in. You know, we define it as 30 days because we built the technology solution and discounting around that period. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think for the most part, uh, some might, might consider it a week, some might consider it two weeks. And sometimes it's just dependent upon the time of year and the place. And so if you're, you know, if you're trying to book, you know, a last minute trip to Steamboat, which is a little harder to get to, or a trip to Steamboat, sure. I should say, than maybe some other places, or a $5,000, we have amazing homes in Cabo that are generally just generally higher price than mm-hmm. other years. Folks aren't generally booking last minute staves for a really large home, high price in Cabo or a fly to destination that's hard to get to, but for yeah. fly for drive to destinations and for certain property types, 
last minute bookings are almost always part of the equation. It's just a question of what percentage of the overall mix do they, do they mm -hmm. make of the, of the booking calendar? Gotcha. Makes sense. Um, I've been asking a lot of most people on the podcast that are, that are coming on about AI because so much, um, so many tools are are available now and so many ways to, to utilize these tools, whether they're just to, you know, make operations more efficient or to actually, you know, come up with new ideas and brainstorm. Uh, I'm curious if Wednesday has um, experimented with any AI tools at all. Well, the question I was, I would have for you, Alex, is do you really know this is me talking about <laughs> Do you know that I actually wrote these questions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I don't know. Exactly. Like, give me 10 questions for Wednesday. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess what I would say on that point is AI is going to be a really important part, already is a really important part of the travel sector and the vacation rental. For, for where we live, we're going to leverage the you know amazing uh, capabilities of our partners like Google and others who, mm -hmm. as a result of what we do together, AI will be uh, you know infused into what we do. And we'll, so we, we'll be, at least over the next year or two, we'll be leveraging larger players' use of that will help us enhance, build what we need to build on our side of the uh, equation. And we'll just have to see how it goes you know, over the next year or two. And and Google, I don't think I mentioned before, we've, you know, we've integrated directly into Google vacation rentals and it's they've oh. been a really great partner to us who's helped to drive more traffic and more bookings uh, through our channels than, um, than we probably could have done otherwise. Awesome. Cool. My last question, and, and we can cover anything else as well, but the vacation rental industry boomed during the pandemic and then People were kind of expecting a little bit of a bust, bust post-pandemic. That didn't really come to pass necessarily, but obviously the the housing market has kind of put a bit of a halt on some aspects of the market. Just curious if you're if you're feeling any of these headwinds or worried about the kind of future health of the industry. Obviously, there many industries are cyclical, and this is a relatively new one in terms of um, just when it was created. This this industry, but I'm I'm just curious what your overall thoughts are on the trajectory. Well, I'd say a few things. I mean, we've had some pretty extraordinary years because it's not just the 2020 year, but 2021 broke mm -hmm. all records of all kinds. People were traveling on Tuesdays and Saturdays and yeah. peak season and unpeak season. And, and ADRs have continued to go. ADRs, I believe, went up during 2020 mm -hmm. and, so, and have gone up, I think, 40 percent or something like that in the last four or five years. And so I do think some folks have short term memories. Um you know, I, I look back to when I started 10 or 11 years ago, we all operate in a business that's both seasonal and cyclical to some degree. We have mm -hmm. some sort of anom anomaly years in the past few years. And so I think uh, we've had we folks, including us, property managers, others are adjusting to the norm prior to COVID, which is mm -hmm. seasonal and cyclical and in certain economic environments. Uh, like we're in right now, um, things are more tough on the industry. And therefore, all of the factors that go into revenue management, booking strategies and which channel partners you work with and what discounts you put on and what incentives you provide and promotions and all this other stuff just needs to be taken into consideration. Uh, so I just see it as moving back to more normality mm -hmm. than entering to something new for folks who have really focused on all the growth and increase in ADR of the last two years, it's just a little bit of a reality check that, okay, now we're in this, you know, we're back to this environment where, you know, we got to roll up the sleeves and, and, uh, cause sometimes if you build it, they actually don't come. Yeah. Uh, we just need to prepare for those environments. And so 
the, the very specific environment we're in that right now, what we tell people is because booking windows have tightened and because we're in the market environment right now, and because bookings are going to be down this year for a lot of property managers, why not use all the tools in the shed right. and all the arrows in the quiver, including working with companies like Wimstay to capitalize on what is a meaty part of the market right now, which is last mm-hmm. minute things. It'll always be an important component of revenue generation, even in an, even in really good markets. Sure. Uh, and so, therefore, property managers should should adjust mm. uh, in terms of the partners they uh, they utilize and strategies uh, as it relates to booking windows as market uh, markets change season to season and cycle to cycle, economic yeah. cycle to economic cycle. Makes sense. Anything else you wanted to share with our audience? I don't uh, believe so. I mean, look, I really appreciate it yeah. being on the show. You know, passionate about the industry, passionate about vacation rental property managers and guests who book stays there. And if nothing else, I advise all consumers who might be listening, travelers who might be listening to your show to seize the stay, mm-hmm. which is our little, uh, slogan at Wimstead. Awesome. Yeah. No, thanks so much, David. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks, Alexa.